If you look around, there are so many ways to make a difference. At Capella University, our FlexPath format gives you a different way to earn your degree. Take courses at your speed. Move on whenever you're ready. Education should fit your life. Learn more at capella.edu. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All hit radio. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And here it is, another long weekend in the Exxon. Welcome, everyone. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And if you'd like to check us out online on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV, our website for the Exxon Radio Show is exxonradiotv.com. And, of course, for the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Not only are we heard on the Exxon Broadcast Network, but Talkstar Radio, Mutual Broadcast Network, across Europe on uh, Euro Radio TV, and, of course, on iHeartRadio. If you'd like to send me an email, I love getting your emails, good or bad or indifferent, exxonradiotv.com. Just a bit of uh, information for you. Since uh, this is a long weekend, I'd like to hope everybody's going to, number one, if you're going to drink, please do not drive. Number two, it's very easy to, you know, just to chomp down on a greasy old cheeseburger. But there is other good food that you can eat. And this comes from our good friends at Cora's Restaurants. They have 130 restaurants across Canada. And uh, they've got some of the best fruit plates I've ever, I've ever had the pleasure of munching down on. For example, did you know that containing almost double the vitamin C of the equivalent amount of orange or lemon, kiwi also boasts an edible skin? It's always best to eat an apple with its skin on. That's when you'll find most of its nutrients. One of the world's greatest uh, developments, the grape, was grown in Western Asia more than 7,000 years ago. And one medium-sized pear can provide 20% of your recommended daily fiber intake. And finally, the banana exonation. The banana contains a natural relaxant that, imp- that can improve your mood and make you happy. There you go. From our good friends at Cora's Restaurants. And if you'd like more information on Cora, visit their website at 
Shakora.com. That's C-H-E-Z-C-O-R-A.com. My guest this hour is a friend. She is a fellow broadcaster. And we here at the Exxon Nation and Walmart McConnell Media Company are very proud of her because her show, The Science of Magic, was nominated, as she was, for a COVR report, joining me uh, award, and joining me now is Gwilda Wiaka. And Gwilda, congratulations on your nomination. Thank you so much, Rob. Uh, tell us a little bit about the award. Um, COVR stands for um, Coalition of Visionary Resources, and they specialize in products and uh, programs and books and music that um, is in the mind-body-spirit division and people that are uh, visionaries and yeah. people that are you know, doing a service in the world. And that's, that's pretty much what they base their awards on and, and their criteria on. They, they've been around a long time. They're a lovely, lovely group of people. Well, your show certainly does fit in there, Gwilda, with over 200 and two episodes to date. You've had some of the most interesting people that I've that I've that I've uh, had the pleasure of listening to on air, and uh, you know everybody who does a show learns something. Every something new. Like there's nothing that everybody knows everything about. And I know many of the guests that I've had the pleasure of having here on the Exxon over the 26 years of doing it have taught me something. Um, what has been the number one lesson that you as a talk show host, the talk show host of the award nominated The Science of Magic, has learned? That there are so many wonderful people out mm-hmm. there that are all tapping into really leading edge information. Um, and that, you know, the times are changing and we, we really need to pull information together now to find a new way of being in the world because the old world isn't working. But oh my goodness, there's so many wonderful people that are out there with amazing things to say, amazing things to share, uh, amazing new ideas and thoughts. Um, and I, it, gives, it gives me hope. It gives me hope for the world, really. I guess that's why it's called the new age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just amazing the, and the things that they're finding out. It's like finding out that the heart's not a pump, <laughs> and it's you know mechanically impossible mm-hmm. for the heart to pump the blood to the body. Just well, little talk, things like that. Yeah. Let's talk about more of these interesting finds on the other side of this break. And Exxon Nation, if you'd like to find out more about Gwilda, you can listen to past shows that she has on her website www.thescienceofmagic.com. And we're also going to tell you how you can vote for Gwilda in the next segment. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and uh, we'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue investigating the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Once again, I'd like to thank uh, Stanton T. Friedman and Kathleen Martin for their two-hour uh, session that we had here in the interview in the Exxon last night. It's a great show. I received a lot of positive feedback on it, and uh, we have a surprise for one and all in store with Stanton Friedman. More about that in a couple of weeks. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. 
Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800-square-mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good to Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at Songs and Stories for Soldiers. Help us help a veteran make it through the night.
Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. And to one and all, I hope that you have a safe Memorial Day weekend. And as I always say, if you drink, do not drive. And that goes for whether you're drinking and driving a car, a motorcycle, a bicycle, or a speedboat, anything. If you drink, don't drive. And if you drink, you get caught. You get a criminal record. Bingo. Your vehicle is impounded. Your insurance rates skyrocket. And you may find yourself in jail. Words of wisdom from an ex-cop. My guest this hour is the one and only Gwilda Wiecker. Her show, as well as Gwilda, have been nominated for an award by COVR. We're very proud of you, Gwilda. It's always a great pleasure having you on the X-Zone. And um, before we started, we were talking about some of the some of the uh, fruit that um, that they serve at uh, Cora's. And uh, Cora's, by the way, is proudly and deliciously Canadian. They have over 130 restaurants coast to coast. Their website is shaycora.com. And uh, I found out uh, during the commercial break that uh, Gwilda is very passionate about fruit, and her favorite fruits are apples, and she does eat the skin, and bananas. So, Gwilda, welcome back. Thank you, Rob. It's good to be here. Now, you talk about fruit. You talk about uh, nutrition on your show. And have you learned any little tidbits? I mean, besides the tidbits I I shared with you uh, this uh, this hour? <laughs> yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I was visiting with um, a doctor on the show, and apparently a lot of the food that we think is good for us has been altered yeah. to the point that it's not recognizable by our systems anymore. And so like things that were originally good for us, mm-hmm. they, maybe they have their, you know, laced with neonicotinoids, maybe they're GMO, maybe this or that. And it's starting to create um, some real um, stomach problems yeah. for people and they're unable to absorb their food. They're, um, the food goes partially digested into their system, and then the immune system thinks it's an enemy. So yep. you, what you're ending up doing is acquiring food allergies. Uh, and this is getting to be a very large problem. Yeah, and you know, like I find food doesn't taste like food anymore. Uh, I, I love watermelon. That is my number one favorite uh, summertime snack. Like Laura will go out. And uh, she'll get watermelon. She she uh, she cubes it, you know. So whenever I get home and I've got the munchies, instead of reaching for a bag of potato chips or anything else that's junk food, you know, she makes sure that there's plenty of fruit in the house. But I have found over the years that watermelon is losing its taste, and especially the watermelons that are seedless. They there's something wrong about a watermelon that does not have seeds, like. You can't spit anything at anybody. You know, at least with a watermelon seed, you can whack somebody on the back of the head. Yeah. Well, you know, every time mm. uh, humans got the idea that we had a better idea than the way the good yeah. uh, creator made things, we start messing them up. And, yeah, well, you don't have to work around the seeds, but then they start getting pithy, and they don't yeah. have much flavor, and yeah. they don't have the same nutrition they used to, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's, it's amazing what they're doing with their food. Um, for example... A loaf of bread that you buy in the store will last in your cupboard for a month without growing any mold. Now, something is wrong with that. I'll tell you what's wrong with it is the way we digest and use our food is mm. by breaking it down, by, by decomposing it. And if you put preservatives in to where things can't decompose, right. well, they don't. They just go right on through and you don't get anything out of them. Wow. Garbage in, garbage out. You got it. <laughs> uh, plus, you know, I, I would imagine that that this food that is anything but nutritious is causing not only physical ailments, but mental ailments as well. 
You know, that's some some of my other guests have, have absolutely alluded to that, mm-hmm. other doctors and psychiatrists as well. And there's really starting to be some link to ADD and ADHD to the um, GMO wheats right. and grains and, and junk food and sugar and all this stuff that was never designed to be consumed by humans. And our kids are living on it. Um, and they don't get what they need, and they're getting what they don't need, and they get hyperactive. And mm-hmm. I think it's really a problem, a serious problem. You had a guest on your show this week that is going to air this weekend. Uh, he was a naturopathic doctor. And he was very quick to point out it was everybody else's fault. But I loved it how you brought him back to earth and said, well, is it, you know, like, what about the responsibility of the parents in the raising of a child? Yeah, you know, you... <laughs> There's good stuff and there's bad stuff out there. There always has been. There always will be. And our Mm -hmm. children really rely on us to educate ourselves and make the right decisions for them while they're younger. And anymore, we're kind of taking the easy route. We plunk them down in front of an iPad or a TV set and we feed them uh, frozen McDonald's. You know, you can even buy frozen chicken McNuggets now, right? You're kidding. At the grocery store. No, and just throw them in your microwave. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, and and the, the eggs, those artificial eggs. Oh, McMuffins, they have oh. those too that you can just buy and feed your kid for breakfast. Oh it's my like, God. And, it's, and it's rampant out there and the, it's full of chemicals. Mm. It doesn't have any of the things that it does need and a bunch of stuff they have to detox and all the artificial dyes and chemicals are really taking their toll on their nervous systems. So I can tell by the use of the word McDonald's, McDonald's is not one of your advertisers. <laughs> no, no, mm, they're not. Okay. And that's not the half of that story. <laughs> um, you know, when, when when we would feed our kids in the morning, you know, we'd get up, you know, a bowl of healthy cereal, not this sugar crap that you buy in the stores, uh, you know, or, or boiled eggs, fried eggs in olive oil, um, pea-meal bacon because it's got very little fat, you know, fruit, muffins, wholesome food. Send the child off to school with a good, balanced breakfast. You know, I, I cannot understand for the like of me anybody driving through the drive through and getting their child some of this artificial food for breakfast and then expect the child to do good during the day. It makes or no do, sense to me. Yeah, or do good during their life. Yeah. I mean, because it starts to add up. It really does. And, you know, my, my mother, and I'm sure your folks, grew mm-hmm. up on good food. It was before yeah. they were put, putting fertilizers and chemicalizers and this and that, and they lived and stayed they healthy. Did. To a good old age, my father's still still around and yep. very strong and very healthy. Um, and yet our generation's breaking down in droves, and the one after us is doing even worse. And you've got to look back at the diet. You really do. When we were kids, Gwilda, in the summertime, Mom always had a, um, a garden in the backyard. And there were patches of strawberries, and there were patches of raspberries, there were patches of of blueberries, and in the garden there was always carrots, tomatoes, cucumbers. You know, we used to call that finger food, because if we wanted a snack in the afternoon, Mom would say, go help yourself. <laughs> go help yourself. You know, It just or, doesn't get any better than that, does you, it? You know, and I, you know, I really miss those days. Because everything today is artificial. Everything today is so fast. You have drive-through restaurants. You have drive-through coffee shops. You have drive-through pharmacies. You have drive-through dry cleaners. My God, Gwilda, there's even drive-through funeral homes. Oh my goodness, I didn't know that. What you do is the the dearly departed is placed in a well, 
Remember the old, uh, the, the, the department stores downtown, they'd have display windows? Mm-hmm. Just imagine that filled with flowers and on an angle, so when you drive by, you can actually see the person in the coffin. Ah. Oh, that's just wrong. I know. Oh, I my know. goodness. They even have drive-through wedding chapels. <laughs> well, they've had those for a while, yeah. so you can grab them before they change their mind, you know? I didn't think of that. <laughs> but you know it, it, this is it's ridiculous. You know, you sit on your butt, you eat, you sit on your butt, you work, you go home, you sit on your butt and watch the idiot tube. Mind you, you can't say idiot tube anymore because now they're all flat screens. But <laughs> but you get the thing. Kids don't play outside anymore. I know. My grandchildren and- do when they come and visit Papa and Nana. You know, you, you think you're going to sit inside and watch TV? No, no, no. You come in the house, you put your cell phone, your iPad, right on the, uh, right on the little piece of furniture we have beside the front door. Uh, you're not here to text. You're not here to talk. You're here to visit. And you know what? And they that, appreciate that. Well, yeah, human contact, yeah. and that's the other thing that you know that this fast society mm-hmm. we're in, we're losing. And there's some of my guests have pointed out. Yep. Beautifully, that the kids have lost their ability to socialize. Big time. You know, they'll be sitting in a room, and you've mm-hmm. brought this up too. They'll be sitting in a room full of other kids, and they'll be texting somebody halfway across the world and not even talking to the people around them. They, they lose all their social, well, they never gain their social skills. You know, electronics are a wonderful thing, but yeah. boy, there's a dark side to them at this point. And what information are they getting in from those things, too? That's a good question. It all depends if they're listening or checking into CNN. They're getting fake news, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> but you know, I've, I've told you this on air and off air, Gwildy. I've seen families in restaurants, instead of sitting there talking, exchanging ideas, information, talking about each other, talking about their plans, they're on their little their, their smartphones. You know, mm-hmm. I think smart cars make dumb drivers. Smartphones make dumb people. <laughs> you know, you know that's, that's one of the things I love about your broadcasting station is that you collect thoughtful people and get thought-provoking stuff out into the world. And there's so little of that anymore. Mostly people are being spoon-fed, you know, uh, hysteria, hype, yeah. uh, and downright uh, infomercials or, you know, false media. And, and that's what's coming through these things we're spending half our lives staring at. Thank goodness there's still some people out there trying to get real information out into the world to give up people other options. That's what you do, my friend. You do that four times a week. Well, actually, <laughs> you've got four separate shows each and every week, and you're, you're broadcast, let me see, four times a day, minimum. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I, and I know for a fact that you're getting places because your show and you were nominated for that award, and we are so very proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's fun. It's it's really a fun service to provide and mm-hmm. um, some beautiful people to do it with. So, Oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh, let me see. Some of your guests that I can remember, Dr. Gary Schwartz, Dean Radin, uh, Roberta Grimes, mm-hmm. um, Georgina Cannon. You know, we're, we're talking about the cream of the crop here. Yeah, just lovely people. Yeah. Lovely, lovely people with something of, of real value yeah. to bring the world. And, and it's, I feel privileged helping that, you know. And they want to make a difference. They want mm-hmm. to inflict, uh, not inflict, but inflect positive thought. They don't want to be part of a problem. They want to be part of a solution. They want to work with people to make people better. And it's 
Like, holy cow, what more can anyone want? Right, right. Yeah, these people are bringing some really wonderful things, and it, it's given me a lot of hope that I didn't necessarily have going into it. Really? Yeah, I mean, you know, you work in a vacuum when you're not working with all these kind of people, mm-hmm. and you think, oh, what can one person do, you know? How many people, oh. how many souls can I save, you know? <laughs> but then when you see all these these amazing people that are, that are coming forth, it's very heartening. You know? My show, all I want to do each and every night, Wilda, in the four hours that we're on, is make the difference in one person's life. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do. And if I can get two people to get happy and to see something in the light of day that there's hope, that it's not a hopeless situation that they find themselves in, man, I, I'm ecstatic. And I'm so happy that you're part of our network, my dear you and I have to take a commercial break, as you well know. <laughs> so, XO Nation, uh, Gwilda Wiak is our special guest, and we are so proud of Gwilda and her show, The Science of Magic. They are nominated for a COVR award. And when we come back on the other side of this break, we're going to let you know how you, that's right, you, the XO Nation, can vote for Gwilda. I voted. Um, Craig voted. I know a number of the other talk show hosts voted. In fact, they all voted. And we're going to let you, the XO Nation, Vote for Gwilda because she deserves this award and we want to be part of her winning. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X-Zone with yours truly, Rob McConnell, and my special guest and dear friend, Gwilda Wiaka. On the other side of this break, don't go away. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, StarwalkerVisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. 
Mnemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Mnemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell coming to you from our broadcast center here in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Many people say, Rob, where is Hamilton? Well, Hamilton is on the shores of Lake Ontario, and we're right in between Toronto and Niagara Falls, Canada. We're smack dab also in between Lake Erie and uh, Lake Ontario. So there you go, your geography lesson for the day. However, my guest this hour, Gwilda Wiecka, the host of The Science of Magic that has been nominated for a COVR award, is in the beautiful state of Colorado. And uh, Gwilda, it was great having you with us here in the Exxon. And once again, congratulations on your nomination for the award. Thank you so much, Rob. It's so nice to be with you. Listen, how can our listeners uh, partake, participate, vote for you? Yeah, this year they're um, doing, they used to just do uh, by your peers and mm-hmm. the, the cover membership, but this year they're doing 40% of the vote um, can come from um, the public, which is really fun. And so in order to vote, all they have to do is go to covr.org backslash awards backslash voting, and um, then they need to pick the podcast radio shows division, and mm-hmm. that's how you find me. Well, we're going to make it simpler for that. What we're going to do is we're going to put a vote for Gwilda button on the XZBN website. Oh, so all they'll have to do is go there, click on that. It'll take them right over to the COVR, and away we go. Um, <laughs> why would they, you know, is it because they're looking to see, you know, who's listened more? Is this why they're going with the 40% of the listeners? I don't know. I haven't asked them. Um, I know they changed their policies. I noticed that when when um, I was looking at their 
information. Right. Um, but maybe it's just to, to see, you know, what's going on out there. You're a shaman. You're a, you're a precept. You're an author. You're a teacher. Um, how many changes in the world of spirituality as well as the New Age movement. Have you seen over the years, Guildo, since the time you decided to start doing the, the work that you're doing, to today, you know, being the host of, a, of an award, an award nomination uh, radio show? It's, it's been amazing, Rob, because I, I first started um, studying shamanism over 40 years ago, and that was a, it was a whole different world back then. Um, and we aren't in Kansas anymore, Toto. It's like it's mm-hmm. changing so, so rapidly that a lot of the stuff that was mumbo-jumbo, hocus-pocus, you don't even talk about, is now just common vernacular, you know, among people that aren't even considering themselves real spiritually oriented. It's a good thing and it's a bad thing. Um, it's a good thing in that people are opening up their eyes to the esoteric um, aspect of life, which is right. basically the quantum level. I mean, this is this is where the pushpull of life is. Mm-hmm. Um, the bad thing is that there's a lot of you know half cocked practitioners and this and that without education. Yeah. Because there's no there's no regulation, and so it's a very very uh, trying time mm-hmm. I think for a lot of people people that are looking to find the education for one and others that are looking to find the services and want to know how to find someone that's been well educated and, and you know that they can rely on. But you know years and years and years ago I graduated from the Boulder School of Massage. It was the Boulder College of Massage now. And back then massage was used as a cover for prostitution. I was just going and to say I, that. I, yeah, I couldn't even let my, my daughter work in the office because she had to feel dirty phone calls. And she was young. You know, she's 16. <laughs> it was terrible. And now, you know, they're used in, in medicine all over the place. What, and, hookers? And... No. Oh. <laughs> massage therapist, medical okay. massage. And it's an amazing, effective modality. Well, that's where a lot of the new age modalities are now, or the so older hookers, ones, yeah. you know, like shamanism, mm-hmm. is they are trying to come back in in a good way and need to get validated and regulated and that sort of thing, as much as I hate to say it, sure. so that people can find what they're looking for and know what they're looking at. You know, when you were talking about uh, being used in hospitals, I was thinking that you were still talking about the hookers. But then you were talking <laughs> about massage, you know, real real masseuses. And, I, you know, like, you know, you live in Colorado, pot is legal, I figured, you know, you never know. You never know, do yeah. you? <laughs> Listen, I was I was listening to uh, one of your shows the other day, and you had, I don't know, I can't remember his name, which is a good thing right now. Uh, he was saying that he wanted to maintain his his um, his 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 pastoral rights or his his um, religious status as a as a as a pastor or something. And he moved from one state to the other, and he couldn't get uh, certified to perform marriages unless he unless he uh, did something. So what he did was he went on the internet and got it on the internet, brought the certification from the internet to the city hall, and got his got his license to marry people. Well, that's so so common. Really, I mean, most of you. I don't even tell anybody I've got a doctorate in divinity because everybody assumes you get it on online. Yeah. 
you know, uh, and and um, ministers and this and that. You really have to look at close. It, it, you might have they might have paid fifteen dollars, and uh, downloaded it and printed it off. Um, oh my God. You know, you just don't know anymore, and that's that's the downside of of uh, where we are right now. Mm-hmm. In other words, is is blossoming. People are looking for it, and at the same time, it hasn't come far enough to get uh, standardized and um, validated. You know, when I when I listen to people that you've had on your show, like Dr. Gary Schwartz or Dr. Dean Radin, Dr. Georgina Cannon, who I know personally. And then I hear these other people, not only on your show, but the other shows that the network broadcast, and my own show. You know, there's a lot of quacks out there. There is. And at the same time, there's a lot of really good information out there, mm-hmm. and you never know what's coming through. You just have to be able to listen and take the wheat from the chaff as an individual yeah. because it's a buyer beware kind of time right now in the esoteric communities. What I love about what you did with one guest was they were they were getting into the point where they are, uh, I think they were some sort of healer. And then they started talking about the psychological aspect of what they do. And you challenged them on this. Like, you know, wait a minute. Are are you qualified as a psychologist? No. Well, why are you doing it then? You know, and what are the ramifications in case you screw up somebody worse than they already are? Yeah, that'll get my dander up. Because, you know, if someone's, um, you know, say, for instance, Mm -hmm. they're trained as a psychic, that's lovely. And if they're doing psychic counseling or coaching, that's fine. But then when they start oozing into the psychological department with no training, you're really setting your, your client up to be misled and, and uh, to really mess things up. And so I will call people on that every time. What, is, what has been the number one thing that has ticked you off about any guest? Mm. I remember I had a guest on, or uh, actually we didn't pull the guest on. We had to abort the entire thing. Um, she had learned herbology right. because she wanted to stay home on welfare and bring her kids up um, without working. And she was self-taught and then sold all these tinctures to unsuspecting people around oh her God. and then touted herself as a teacher. And she had absolutely no training in it whatsoever. Unbelievable. Yeah. Totally unbelievable. How long does it take you to prepare for a show? It takes me quite a while because I really, really research the person's material. I like mm-hmm. to do a nice intro so that it's all set up um, and we can have a fun place to spring off of and talk about the material at hand. So I do do a lot of research. I would say I spend the uh, better part of three days wow. uh, preparing each week. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite topic? Oh, you know, right now we're in the middle of um, huge shifts uh, mm-hmm. culturally, energetically, planet-wide, and there's a lot of scientific evidence that we're, the entire solar system is moving into a higher-charged, more lumina- luminous portion of the galaxy. And there's changes going on and opportunities that are cropping up that are absolutely unprecedented to evolve spiritually and um, to evolve as human beings. I see it's been prophesized. I see all sorts of signs of it. Everybody's been talking about it from every indigenous culture. And we're in the middle of it. And so working with that and how we can support ourselves through it, and that's why the science of magic is what it is, is bringing all these different people with all this wonderful knowledge together to triangulate to get the larger picture and more rich information to support people through these changing times. With everything changing and the, the findings that people are, 
discovering through quantum physics, quantum mechanics, and, and the new sciences that are springing up. How do we know that the information that we believe to be true today will be true tomorrow? I can just about tell you it won't be. So how, do, so, how do we pre- so how do we prepare people for tomorrow based on the information that we believe to be correct today when we know for a fact the unknown information of tomorrow is going to be factual, not the information of today? Well, it'll be factual for a while, and then we're going to switch again because we are evolving. So I think that actual truths mm-hmm. change. I think, uh, you know, they used to say, okay, here's a constant for you. Um, the radioactive decay was considered a constant figure. It didn't change until they were out on a space station, had a big solar flare, and it mm-hmm. slowed down because the radiation of the sun became so intense that it didn't deteriorate the radioactive decay as quickly as that constant that had been constant ever since we could re- measure it. Well, that was I, that was using the measurement that we believed or the scientific community told us was real. And, and we know this for a fact that the scientific community lies to us through their teeth, just like exactly. the archaeological society. You know, like... I used the example that Christopher Columbus did not discover the Americas, and yet in school today, the kids are still being taught that Christopher Columbus discovered America. I know it. I know it. And that's why, again, I I deal with the science of magic is because I think if we all get together and triangulate information, Mm -hmm. we're going to find a third truth or a more expansive truth that will prepare us for tomorrow. Yeah, that's that's so true because, uh, you know, I've always said there's three sides to a story, his side, her side, and the truth. (laughs) <laughs> Listen, exactly. when we started the show, you were telling us uh, that you learned from one of your guests that the heart does not pump blood. Oh, yeah. He's a medical doctor. Uh-huh. And um, and I guess it's true that mechanically, we, we view the, the body very mechanically mm-hmm. um, in Western medicine. and But even just the mechanism of the heart being able to pump the blood is virtually impossible given all the miles and miles and miles of, of veins and, and arteries that we have. So why, um, why, would, why would cardiologists disagree with him then? I don't know, but I do know I do see what he's talking about, and I have researched it, and they haven't really questioned it. They just this is what they were taught in school, and this is what they assume, and they just go with it. But I think we're going to find out some very interesting things about the heart in the not too distant future. Either that or the doctor himself. <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Besides the health aspect, the new age aspect, the um, the. Spiritual aspect. What other aspects does your show entail? Well, we really like to work with. Um, I really like to work with shamanism mm-hmm. and the how magic is actually um, a way of managing matter at the quantum level, and how individuals can expand their awareness, expand their um, experience, expand their understanding mm-hmm. by learning to engage in it themselves. I mean, it's been around since forever, but yet it's the key to the future when the future is unprecedented. That is so true, and um, if you'd like to vote for Gwilda and the Science of Magic for the COVR award, all you'll have to do after this show is go to www.xzbn.net and click on vote. You know, we'll have something really nice. You won't be able to miss it. It'll be smack dab there as soon as you click onto that page. Uh, Because in my books, there's no one better to receive this award than you, Gwilda. Oh, thank you, Rob. 
Stand by, my dear friend. You and I must take our final break for this hour. Exonation. Gwilda Wiak is our special guest. If you'd like to listen to any of Gwilda's past archive shows, they're available at www.thescienceofmagic.net. I am Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. We're coming to you around the world from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize, while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, 
www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome back, everyone. Gwilda Wiak is our special guest. Gwilda is the host of the Exxon Broadcast Network uh, hit show, The Science of Magic. It's heard Monday through Sunday at different times on our broadcast schedule. It's also available on Talkstare Live and other affiliates. To find out when Gwilda's show is aired, just go to www.xzbn.net. And as I said, uh, after we get off the air this evening, there will be a vote for Gwilda button that is going to be on the front page of the Exxon Broadcast Network. So please visit there and give Gwilda a click. Hmm, that didn't sound right. Anyway, vote for <laughs> Gwilda. Uh, congratulations again, dear friend. One of the topics that I hear you and your guests constantly talking about is meditation. <laughs> yes, there's... there's um... A lot of the guests that I've been working with lately uh, mm-hmm. recommend meditation as a way to quiet the mind in order to be able to access the more esoteric information. Medication will and, do the same thing. I'm sorry? Medication will work too. <laughs> It'll quiet the mind all right. Um, <laughs> I personally uh, am not I – don't, I don't have a meditation practice because right. I work shamanically and I use the journey trance, the shamanic journey trance, um, which is really different. What uh, is meditation, it? Yeah, give us the right? example of one of each. Okay. So meditation, uh, a person sits down and they start treating the mind like a wayward child. So you sit down, you just try to make sure there's no thoughts. Right. Start having thoughts, you bring your mind back into stillness. And you bring your mind back into stillness over and over and over again. It's a beautiful practice, and it's very, very effective. And by calming the mind, you start to open up to information that you get from outside the the mental chatter that's going on all the time. So basically, you're starting to um, override the neurological pathways in the brain is what you're doing with that, which is very, very effective for that sort of thing. However, you do kind of sit there and hope for information, right? It's, it's not very directed outside of clearing the mind and setting an intent what kind of enlightenment you'd like to have. The shamanic journey, and, and it's measurable, the, the um, uh, meditation, they can measure brain waves and they drop from beta, which is day-to-day, down into alpha, and probably slide into theta. The masters can slide into theta brain waves. So it's, it's measurable. They've measured it, they've studied it, it's scientifically proven. The same thing with the shamanic journey trance. It's an organized set of rituals that usually use repetitive motion or sound or drumming. 
to put a person into a, um, a, a slide into um, your, you drop your brain waves down to 7.5 hertz, which is in um, alpha, and then you slide on into theta, which is like an interactive dream state. But the key here is interactive. So if I'm going to go on a shamanic journey, I can choose exactly what I'm looking for, whether I'm looking for a, an illness in a person, uh, physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual, or whether I'm looking for information on it to guide my life, um, that sort of thing. And then in my imagination is painted uh, a metaphor of what's going on at the quantum level. And if you can figure out what's going on at the quantum level of life, you can figure out what's about to manifest because that's where the push-pull of what manifest starts to happen but also through the shamanic journey tranche you can start to affect matter at the quantum level with your intention and with your will and that's how um, a, a very practiced shaman uh, performs um, healings for their clients so they both have their purpose and they're both very uh, beautiful forms mm -hmm. but because I was trained in the shamanic form I don't do meditation all that much but both of them can really lead to a lot of it widens your horizons it it starts to break down the the neurological pathways that have been programmed into our brains by society by the way or by advertising or by genetic stuff and you can actually go beyond that to see a larger picture a larger reality and i really think that's necessary right now so how how's the best way for somebody to to get into a meditative state for example when i get home at night i sit in my my favorite chair and one of the girls will come and come out and see me and they're usually lola and i'll pet her and i find it so relaxing and I usually have the lights off. And I just sit there and I just close my eyes. And it's like me time. Is that meditation? I really think it, it slides into it. Now, again, you're probably asking the wrong person about meditation because it's not my main practice. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know as much about it as I do the shamanic journey trance. But I can tell you that what you're doing there, Rob, uh, oh, and I want to point out that the girls is a dog, okay? <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you might want to state that. <laughs> Um, but when you, what you're doing is you're, you're sitting there, you're sitting there with a beloved pet on your lap and they're really Zen anyway, yeah. right? They just, they're really grounded. They're, 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 they're very loving. And what you do is you just kind of quiet your mind because that's probably what you're trying to do after a full day of broadcasting. Yeah. And just kind of stare off into the distance and let everything fall away. Well, you're shifting your brainwaves when you do that. And I'll bet if they put you on an EEG, you're doing exactly the same thing that you do in a meditative practice. And just because I know the way you operate, you probably get every every bit as uh, deep into the meditative state as you would if you were doing a formal practice. Interesting. Interesting. Um, where do you think, you know, people are going down to South, uh, South America these days on these ayahuasca tours? What is your take mm -hmm. on what is your take on using hallucinogenics uh, when trying to get into the realm of spirit? You know, again, as a shamanic teacher, um, I've really noticed that people uh, put a lot more credit onto drugs and mm -hmm. shamanism than, than what's warranted. Like the um, ayahuasca is used in South America, and the um, so the peyote that wasn't brought in until the time of the ghost dancers and the ghost dancers were a religion the native american religion that believed they could run the white man back off the land so drugs aren't as large a part 
in um, in shamanism itself as what it does appear from the outside. With that said, there are some very intense shamanic initiations that do use drugs, and ayahuasca is one of them. Been around for ancient, ancient times. However, now we have ayahuasca tours, okay? You get on the ayahuasca yeah. tour bus, and you don't know, maybe as an indigenous person, but they might not be more, any more shamanically trained than your plumber. And they're feeding you these drugs, and you're paying for it, and there's not enough preparation. Mm -hmm. If you were in, in a real ayahuasca initiation way back when, when this was being done, for one, you would be genetically predisposed to be a shaman. Right. You would have a, a family line of it. You'd have training in it, and you train a lot of years before you go into this state. So what it's doing is it's pushing people beyond their substance, and they, then they come back to me and start looking for me to patch them back together. Because there's a whole uh, opening up that a person needs to do in order to really uh, take in the information that the ayahuasca opens a person to. Uh, same thing with peyote, same thing with a lot of the, uh, the mushrooms, the hallucinogens. My thing is, you can get there by processing. You can get there by doing your own personal work. That's the way to go with it. Don't push yourself beyond your substance with, with drugs. It just it never pays off. All right, so... How is anybody to know who is a good shamanistic practitioner, who is a good New Age practitioner, who is a good spiritualist, and so on? Are there any red flags that people can look for? There are. Um, for one, do your research. Mm -hmm. What do people say about this person? What is their training? I mean, you can go out there and you can pull up a website. There'll be all these websites of shamanic practitioners but when you start reading their, their bios, they may not have had much training at all. Yeah. They're more self-proclaimed. So look to the training. Where did they train? Who did they train with? What are people saying about them? That's the way people used to tell who was a good practitioner in, in ancient times is what are people saying? What are the people saying? Um, if they have a good reputation, do they interface with, with mainstream people? I interface with doctors and psychiatrists and psychologists and, and chiropractors and you know all sorts of people because I got the reputation of being sound and the the magic that can happen when you bring the forms together but if they've got if they're on a vendetta there's a lot of new age practitioners out there that are on a vendetta against western medicine and that's another red flag if they can't work as a team they probably are not really a, a balanced approach to to the subject um and then what do you feel do, mm -hmm. do you feel good in the presence of this person do you feel that they can help you and finally are they telling you what to do or are they making suggestions and giving you guidance? If somebody starts trying to tell you what to do, right. that's never a good thing. Yeah, I've, I've listened to some of your, uh, your guests who are, you know, anti-Western medicine. And I find that rather disturbing because, you know, they're, 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 they're saying, well, you know, don't trust that medicine. Trust mine. And, mm -hmm. and when somebody doesn't have the same education, the same qualifications, go through the same educational process, go through the same licensing process, that scares the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah, it does. You know, I'm a preceptor for the University of Colorado School of Medicine. Mm -hmm. I work with MDs all the time, and they're beautiful people, and if we can, just like with the science of magic, if we can yeah. start bringing this stuff together, we can better serve our people. It's not a war as to who needs to be on top of the, the pyramid of power. I've often wanted to ask one of your guests, you know, if if you're having a heart attack, who would you go to, a Western professional doctor or to a homeopath or a naturopath? Exactly. And that's always my thing. It's like mm -hmm. 
Go to the practitioner that best serves the situation. If you have something minor coming up and you want a minor adjustment, look, yeah. look to homeopathy, look to herbology, look to any of the more uh, gentler uh, corrections. You don't need the big guns for that. But boy, if you're in trouble, go to the big guns. There exactly. are a lot of hardworking, beautiful, well-trained physicians out there. Bless them. Plus, remember, Exonation, you'll never get a naturopath or a homeopathic doctor or any any new age, new um, alternative health professional when you call 911. You and I have got to go, my dear friend. I want to thank you so much, and I wish you much much success with your um, with your award. When will we know the results? The tenth of next month. We'll have to bring you on, and uh, I'm not a psychic, but I've got a good feeling that you will be nominated winner, my friend. Thank you. Gulda Wiaka, www.thescienceofmagic.net. Check out her shows. Um, simply by going to xzbn.net, and we'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't forget to vote for Gwilda at xzbn.net. <laughs> 